Swing and a drive! Welcome to Red, White, and Blue Jays, the podcast home of Blue Jays Fans UK, a group connecting Blue Jays fans around the UK and beyond and telling their stories. And now, here's the host of Red, White, and Blue Jays, Steve Hunter. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Red, White, and Blue Jays, the podcast where we get to talk to Blue Jays fans around the globe. Hope your week has been okay. Difficult week, obviously, in the news with all that's happening in Ukraine and our continued thoughts and prayers go out to those being affected by that conflict. Back in baseball world, obviously, we've had the disappointment of the CBA talks collapsing this week, which means probably we're not going to get any real meaningful baseball anytime soon. So it's a good job we've got lots of content to fill your days with and I was really excited today to catch up earlier this morning with Ricardo who brought a new flavour to our pod so hopefully you enjoy this one with Ricardo. The podcast home of Blue Jays fans UK. You're listening to Red, White and Blue Jays. Good morning, great to have you again uh, with us here on Red, White and Blue Jays. I'm really excited about today because this is this is a first for the pod. We've we've done a couple of overseas interviews uh, going across to to Canada, but this is the first time that we're dipping into mainland Europe. Uh, so a really warm welcome to Red, White, and Blue Jays to Ricardo. How are you, sir? I'm very good. Uh, how are you? I'm really well. I'm really well. I, I, I'm so pleased that you reached out to me and uh, across Twitter because. As I've said previously on this pod, the whole the whole idea of it is actually connecting with fans. You know, this is all about the fans, the fan stories of the Blue Jays. And I love it when I start connecting with people who are outside my little world uh, here in the UK and uh, really grateful for your for your connection across Twitter. So I'm I'm really excited about today because I don't know a lot about you, know a little bit about you, but don't know a lot about you. And I think I think we'll have a lot of people who will be fascinated to hear your story and how you came to be a Blue Jays fan and, and, and some of your memories. So perhaps as a means of introduction, Ricardo, could you just give us a little bit of background in terms of where you are in the world, what you're doing at the moment in life, and uh, then we'll get into some of the Blue Jays stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it can be uh, a bit tricky uh, to know who I am or anything because uh, my Twitter account is is like a second account. It's not my main account. So I don't have any personal info there. But yeah. Yeah, no worries. So I'm actually from Venezuela. Uh, I'm I'm living currently in Spain. Uh, I'm studying here. I'm studying uh, energy engineering in Vigo. It's like a city in the, Atlant- in the Atlantic coast. So... Yeah, it's not like one of the main cities, but, but it's kind of big, like 300k inhabitants. So, yeah. And well, uh, in Venezuela, uh, like baseball is like the main sport there. So I've, I've always been like pretty fond about it, but I wasn't a Blue Jays fan until like maybe 2015 or so. Uh, because my sister actually lives in Toronto, in Toronto, so okay, so that helped a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So, so, yeah. so, so, let's just, just in terms of just do the Spain thing. So, how did you, how did you come to your university there? How did you come to choose Spain? What, what was the, uh, what was the mindset from Venezuela to Spain? Well. Um, I was I was trying to leave Venezuela because of obvious reasons. Mm. Like it, it's not pretty good there. Sure. And and well, since I'm also half Portuguese, I had the possibility to study here in the European Union. Uh, okay. And yeah, it, it was pretty easy yeah. to be honest. Yeah. So, and with and, and when you moved there, was this the first visit? Had you been here before? In Spain. Uh, I think uh, I was here before, but l- let me tell you what I, why I say that I that I think and I'm not certain. 
because my family actually traveled here like uh, for a tour. They they traveled here as tourists. And well, I'm not gonna lie to you. And I'm actually certain that I've been here, but but I don't remember anything because I was I was like three years old. So yeah, but yeah, we'll, so, we'll, we'll let you off that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, so uh, I was in Madrid back then, but yeah, I, I don't remember. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. But but how, how long have you been in Spain now? How long have you been there? I came here in late August, maybe September. So watching the DJ season end was traumatic because I was coming from Venezuela where all the games were at 7 p.m., 8 p.m. maybe. And then coming here and having to watch games at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Yeah, and in fact, yeah. in fact, I think you've reminded me. I think your first one of your first tweets to me was, I think I mentioned something about watching the Jays late late at night, and I think you you responded by saying, "Well, at least you know you're not where we are. We, we're another hour on as well." So yeah, we we've got nothing to. So you, I mean, yeah, a nighttime game must finish. What was that about four o'clock in the morning? I guess your time. Yeah, around four a.m. Something like that. Maybe if the game goes to 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 its raining, and I'll yeah. then I'll end up just staying awake and going to class. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You have to paint your eyes onto your eyelids just to pretend that you're awake. That's what you need to do. Yeah, I'm not pretending anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just go to class with that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So back in Venezuela, did you? play baseball i mean obviously it's a massive sport there was it something you you grew up playing yourself well not really because i really love sports but i'm i've never been like really good uh on them i've always loved watching them i love watching baseball soccer well football (laughs) uh but real football not american football uh also tennis and Almost every game. Uh, I know at least a little bit about any sport. And I I always have fun. I always have fun uh, watching them. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. But not, not play. And do you play? You don't play in Spain at all? Um, no, I actually play volleyball here. Volleyball. Uh, like, Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, like in my university, uh, I have a little team. And Very we good. We play here. Yeah, is that yeah. presumably beach volleyball or, or is that indoor volleyball? No, it's indoor volleyball. Yeah, yeah. so it's six aside. Yeah, very good, excellent. Yes. So, your sister's in Toronto. Yes, and 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 she is your primary reason of following the Jays. Is that is that right? Well, um, I've always been a huge baseball fan, as I told you. Uh, in Venezuela, in my city, I'm not from the capital. I'm not from Caracas. Uh, I'm from a city called Barquisimeto. And there's a team there called uh, Cardenales de Lara or Lara's Cardinals. And, well, there actually have been uh, a few Jays players who have played there, like Roy Halladay. Roy mm. Halladay, he's played there. Um, also, I think I have them here. Yes, let me find them for you. You've, you've done a bit of homework. Uh, Excellent. Just a little bit, uh, like Jesse Barfield as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jack Peterson, just a few years ago, he also played. Amazing. And well, uh, it's winter league for you, but in, Vene- in Venezuela, it's like our main league and our main sports event. So it's something that we we really enjoy there. And well, uh, I went to Canada back in 2015. I also returned there uh, a few times. But that time that I went in 2015, uh, I also went to a game. I think it was against the the D-backs, maybe. I'm not quite sure, but but I know that we won that game. Uh, I went to Rogers Stadium with the CN Tower behind. Mm. Uh, pretty awesome view. Like I really have a, a lot of fun memories about that about it. Yeah, and and, and in tw- sorry, in 2015, that was a good year to get your first taste of Blue Jays baseball. Yeah, I remember watching, I think, Colabello maybe hit a home run. I'm not sure. Like, I don't I don't have, like, the exact game or or the play score. But, 
but it was an awesome game. Like I, I remember it. I, I remember being there and enjoying all that that time. Yeah. So where were you in the ballpark? What what port? Were we up high? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was high. Like I think it was the the last floor. Like the five, maybe the, in the five hundred seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. And, and is your is your sister? Does she like baseball as well? Is that is that why she took you there, or is it? Not really. Like I'm the one in my family, along with my dad, uh, who watch who watch uh, baseball regularly. But my sister isn't like a, a huge sports fan. My brother likes football more, and well, as in soccer or as in American football. Uh, no soccer. Soccer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm a bit confused. Uh, do you call it uh, like football or? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no. Because definitely. you're from the UK, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. no, it's def- definitely it's football here uh, without a, a shadow of a doubt. And I think that's the big, uh, when you're trying to, to encourage people from the UK to watch American football, you know, often their argument will be, well, yeah, it's, well, it's a not- bit hard. It, well, no, it's not proper football. That's not football. Why are they calling it football? They, you know, they very rarely kick it. They, you know, it's all about throwing and, and tackling and, and stuff. But uh, yeah, no, no, soccer here is definitely football. Um, yeah. So that's so when I'm talking to somebody who's from overseas, I'm, I'm never quite sure which one they which one they're talking about. Yes, that, that's an interesting debate. Like why it's called football and not like kickball or throwball, something like that. Yeah. I've heard that that debate a few times. Uh, and that's probably not something we're going to resolve this morning. No, definitely <laughs> not. So going going with your sister, uh, what was her take on on watching the Jays? I mean, if she's not that sporty, did because I think people who don't like sport would probably find baseball at times quite long, not a lot happening, quite a slow game. And I know they're trying to do things, you know, to to speed stuff up. But but for, for a non-sports person, I can understand that perhaps that it's not the most exhilarating thing to watch at the time. How, how did she find it when you took her? Oh, uh, definitely, baseball is a patience game. Like if if you're not patient enough to 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 see those uh, really good moments in the game. You'll get bored easily uh, if you don't like watching the pitcher throw throw strikes or balls or doing what the pitcher has to do. Uh, you're pro- you're probably going to the game to to just watch your team bat and hopefully do something useful of that. But that doesn't always happen, and if you end up going to a pitcher's game, yeah, you might get, you might end up getting bored like. Hopefully, uh, that game that uh, that we went together was the pitchers game. It was uh, maybe a five-two or something like that game. Uh, so it wasn't boring, at least not for me. Hopefully, not for her. I haven't asked her like, like, where uh, did you? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, I didn't ask her like if she found it boring or anything about it or anything like that. So. Hopefully she liked it. I'm not quite sure. And I always try to talk to her about it. Like, hey, Toronto won today. It was an awesome match. Uh, uh, did you see it? Or that she never does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how she can be a non-sports fan living in Toronto because it's sports mad, isn't it, as a city? I mean, you know, you take, take particularly with hockey. Yeah. You know, what, what's her take on hockey? Yeah. I don't know if she's been to any game. Like I haven't either, but but I occasionally watch the the Maple Leafs, and personally, I like it a lot. I don't think she does. Like like she maybe thinks she has a really busy life, and she probably does. She does actually. I'm gonna confirm this. She does, <laughs> but. I don't know, maybe watching a game just one or two hours a week would would be so, something that she she should enjoy, but the, maybe the it's with, just yeah. not her thing. No, sure. I mean, because the thing with hockey is it's so expensive. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you've ever had a look at seeing yeah, how much. Bad. 
yeah, ha- ha- trying to get hold of a maple leaf certificate is hard. And if you can get hold of one, it's expensive. Or of course, baseball is, you know, there's so many games, it's much more accessible. And the cost is is obviously yeah, considerable. And also a, a really big stadium compared to sure. the, the hockey. Uh, I forgot uh, what's the stadium called. The, uh, it used to be the yeah. Canada Centre. It's not called that now. It's the yeah. Sociabank Arena. Scotiabank Arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Uh, so t- you're testing my knowledge now on, on something I don't follow a great <laughs> a great deal. And of course, there's the Raptors as well with the, the basketball that you know they play there. Uh, yeah, I also try to follow. Like I try to to follow all all teams in Toronto. Mm. Like also the football team, uh, I mean the the soccer team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know much about the Argos, <laughs> so <laughs> who does? So in American, well, <laughs> maybe someone does. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think out of all the main sports, obviously the uh, Canadian Football uh, League is <laughs> is probably not as well followed certainly as the uh, the major major sports. Yeah, I agree with that. If you've got a story to tell, send us an email, bluejaysfansuk at gmail.com. Now, back to Red, White, and Blue Jays. So let's um, let's just dip into some some memories in terms of, obviously, you've been to your game, you, you've started following the team. What else do you remember from the 2015 season as you, as you were dipping into this new team for the first time? What, what are some of the memories that you have back from, from that time? Well, I remember that uh, one of the thing, one of the first things that I heard uh, about the Jays was the that fight that Odor and Bautista had uh, that year. Like yeah. it was a pretty big deal in Venezuela because yeah. Odor is Venezuelan. Uh, of course, yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, I remember it going to to the news and all of that, and it was pretty interesting. Uh, Maybe back then was when when I started uh, going a bit more deep in MLB. So so yeah, that that helped a bit. And well, then after going to the stadium, like everything emphasized it, uh, a lot more, and I started following more of the games and all of that. Uh, but obviously, like I wasn't to. I wasn't too in yet. Uh, I'd say that the the time that I became obsessed, I could say it was an obsession basically uh, with the Jays uh, was 2020 and 2021 with, with COVID and everything, uh, a lot more time in the house. So I, ha- I had more time to research and also watching a lot more the analytics and all of that, it's something that I really love. Uh, like also my career goal is engineering. So, so I really like watching numbers and all statistics about it. And it, it's something that I also can't do with much other sports because they don't rely as much on statistics as baseball. And something that I think that that helped me a lot to, to understand more baseball. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think with that 2021, also 2020 season, obviously it was much more condensed. And I, I think, yeah. you know, we were all desperate for some level of normalcy, whatever that looked like because of the pandemic. And I, I think probably a lot of people perhaps even picked up on, you know, watching baseball at that time, as you say, had more time, had more uh, ability to, to watch games. And I think from memory, I think a lot of them were sort of more day games, which was again more accessible for us here. I seem to remember. Yeah, also then. Yeah. Um, uh, and and so through that twenty season, the sixty game season, what what were your some of standout highlights that you recall? Hmm. Of that twenty twenty season, well, I remember like Bobby Shed being a big thing because everyone was hoping on Vladdy to. To be the new face of the team, obviously be Bichette as well, alongside uh, with Vladi. But Vladi didn't fully uh, break out that year, and Bobby Shet had better better numbers than him. Also, Tiosca Hernandez, when that's like 
it was amazing that year. He, I think he tied with, with Void um, home runs or was pretty close, like two home runs, two home runs away, something like that. And yeah, watching games. I don't think I watched uh, a lot of live games because at that time I didn't fully comprehend uh, how to watch games in Venezuela. I didn't have that MLB.tv subscription or anything yet. So, yeah, so I tried more to, to watch the, the highlights on YouTube, on YouTube and all of that. But I remember like being pretty excited when Toronto um, uh, went to the playoffs. And well, it was a shame that that they lost the race in just two games, but that was the way that that we said goodbye to that season. So yeah, no, absolutely. And I think we what we saw in that particular season, we started to get an understanding in terms of what the management were looking to do in building the core of this team. And I think we got glimpses of that in 2020. And certainly as it flipped into 21. And we were getting a full season. Uh, I think there was a lot of anticipation that actually this team is one to really keep an eye on. But it was probably still a little bit ahead of the curve. I think maybe some of us and uh, I was included in that, thinking actually we're there, we'll get you know, or there or thereabouts. Going through twenty one, of course, was was a monumental season. We had some really high highs and some pretty low lows during that year definitely what what was your thoughts on 21 i mean i i really enjoyed this season like uh for this season i don't think that i missed a single game like even the day that i was traveling from venezuela to to spain like i, I was trying to watch the game on the on the airplane and all of that uh, i couldn't because uh, the connection on the airplane is really bad uh, but i think at least i was following following the uh, the score and I, I i don't think i remember how the score of that day i don't think i remember the day or anything um but it was pretty exciting uh, watching all the games uh, also tweeting about it uh, that was the year that i opened that twitter account and and started talking more uh, with people about the games, uh, knowing a lot of a lot of interest, uh, interesting people, and it was amazing. Like I wouldn't change anything of this season. Uh, like anything of what uh, what I perceived. Obviously, I would have loved if the Blue Jays got into the the postseason, but well. Maybe it's just for the next year or for another year. Who knows? Absolutely. So, so going into that last day, of course, was uh, so exciting, wasn't it? You know, the prospect of potentially getting into the postseason and a yeah, bit we, like, we a just bit... needed, we just needed either the Red Sox to lose or the Yankees to lose. Absolutely. And it was a it was a hard day for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was well, a tough for, day. for all of us, I think. For me, it was probably certainly that in my memory of watching baseball, I don't recall a day where so many games were dependent on other games. You know, normally by the time you get to the end of the baseball season, it's sort of fading out into to nothing. But for that, for last year, it was so exciting going to that last day. Felt a little bit like it does with football on the last day of the season, where everybody's fighting yeah. for for promotion or relegation or, or, and so on. It was definitely that atmosphere. And I think, you know, the Jays did everything they needed to do on the day, of course. And and then uh, they unfortunately had to watch the end of the game out in the ballpark, watching what the Red Sox were doing, because I think the Yankees had already won at that point. And so it was just down to the Red Sox. And what was also frustrating, I remember, I think both the Yankees and Red Sox were losing at, at the early stages of their Certain games. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so everybody's like, this is happening. Yeah, I don't remember, but I think that uh, the Yankees won that game either 1-0 or 2-1 or, or something like that. And it was a walk of hit. I remember that. And that was pretty frustrating. I think that Stanton or maybe Judge hit that walk of hit. Yeah. 
But yeah, uh, when the Yankees won that game, all eyes were put on on the on that Red Sox game. I think it was against the the Nationals. Yeah, and everyone was fuming because Soto's bat uh, went off that day. Uh, didn't do anything on that series, and the Red Sox sweep. So, yeah, <laughs> it was awful for the Jays. Yeah, no, it was it was terrible. Uh, did you watch much of the postseason? It's... Not really. Like, no. I, I tried watching uh, the um, the World Series game because I was rooting for Atlanta for Acuna Jr. Yeah, and well, obviously Acuna wasn't playing anymore, but but yeah, just trying to trying to get them a win would have been amazing. And especially against the Astros, I know Altuve is there as well, and he allegedly didn't have anything to do with with that cheating. But yeah, like at least someone else will win it. The Astros already won it uh, five years ago, and it doesn't hurt to have someone new. Yeah, no, no, I I agree. For the for the good of the game, it's nice to have some different faces at the top. I, I do think, though, I said it before, that if the Jays had got into the postseason, I really think they had a, a an excellent chance of of going all the way. Uh, particularly, particularly how the postseason played out, because I thought some of the games were well. There wasn't much excitement, I don't think, uh, around postseason last year. You know, the teams that you thought would do well actually didn't do very well, and you know, there's some upsets and and so on. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, when the postseason started, I was actually running for the Brewers. Uh, but I think it was uh, Devin Williams who injured his hand uh, in a party or something like that. He punched the wall. And I believe that that ruined our chances of winning that, that season because uh, they lost against the the, the Braves. Yeah, <laughs> against the Braves. And I think they would have won the, those games and possibly the, the World Series uh, if they had one more arm in that bullpen to help. So, so yeah, it was a shame. It was. It was what it was. But, of course, coming out of that season, we were all looking forward to, well, what will 2022 look like? And now, of course the whole CBA breakdown, uh, you know, particularly obviously the news of this week where the first two series uh, have been cancelled. Uh, I think it's going to go much further than where we are at the moment. I mean, how, how are you feeling about the prospects of seeing any baseball soon? Feeling sad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, I was actually hoping for some baseball, for some baseball to start now, at least uh, that spring training or anything to, to fill my schedule. But since the recent, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to have to study. <laughs> I, I didn't want to, but I think I think I don't have anything else to do. So, yeah, it's a shame, I, actually. I owe the life of a student that you go to university and don't don't want to study. I mean, that... <laughs> I remember those days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think mean... I think the CBA negotiations are going to last a lot more. Hopefully not. Hopefully they reach an agreement soon. But I think that maybe we're going to stay like this until April, maybe May. And maybe we'll end, we'll end up uh, playing just like a round of 30 season, just like brackets, trying to get some baseball in. But I don't think that we're going to get much. No, I mean, I was, I was really... I mean, I try to always take the positive spin on things generally. Uh, and I think, you know, the disappointment with 21, I think, okay, yeah, it was disappointing, but next year we can we can do it. You know, just always looking for the positive. And then I think with the, when the CBA, well, we always knew it was coming, but I thought actually this should be, this should be relatively straightforward. Everybody wants to push forward. Everybody wants baseball. Surely this can't be too difficult to negotiate. And of course it just seemed to go very quiet for a long period in the off season. And then there's all this frenetic activity. And like, okay. Well, they're still going to do it. They're, you know, it really will happen. Spring training won't be catch. And it just, the whole thing is just rumbled on. And then I think the news obviously this week 
where it just the whole thing has collapsed again. Uh, it just drives me mad. I do, you know, at the end of the day, everybody wants baseball to come. And my biggest concern, I think, with the whole breakdown is that a sport that is already reporting that it's losing fans in comparison yeah. to in comparison to the other major uh, sports in North America. This is the last thing that they need in terms of trying to engage new, new, new young blood into the system. Yes, but also, I don't remember who said that. Uh, it was a baseball player. Uh, I think it was maybe a Matt Scherzer or someone like that uh, who said that they owe this to the next generation. Like, they need to fight this now. Maybe they'll lose some money. They're not going to play. They're not going to get paid, obviously. But they all, they do all this to the next generation of players who, who are going to get more benefits. And maybe, maybe their sons are going to play. They're, they're also taking care of that, watching for them. I don't know. It's something that needs to be done. And hopefully it'll... Hopefully they'll deal with that soon. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's just in our minds imagine that we are going to get baseball soon. Hopefully. What are you feeling for this 2022 squad? Are you happy with the changes that have been made? Obviously, we've lost two key players and Simeon and Ray, but got some new blood come through. What's your take on the uh, the moves that the Jays have done thus far? I remember saying this to some friends of mine this, this last season, but I think this is going to be the case year. <laughs> Even if I say this every year, I don't mind saying that every year. I still keep believing it. Uh, I think the Jays have a, a really good core, like with Vladdy, with Bo. Uh, I believe that Kevin Biggio, it's, uh, he's going to be awesome again, hopefully. Um, we still need someone at third base. I don't think Biggio is going to be that guy. Uh, I've heard some people say that J-Ram would be a, a great choice. I mean, I personally like more uh, Matt Chapman. I know he still has like two years of contract with the A's. But I think that maybe a, a good deal with some prospects uh, uh, could, could be could be happening with Matt Chapman along with maybe Sean Manea. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just speculating here because obviously we don't have any info about it. Uh, but yeah, who knows? We still also need some help with with the rotation. We don't know if Burson is going to break out this year or he or if he's going to end up as a relief pitcher. Yimi Garcia also came here. Kevin Gossman is going to help a lot. Like, Yes, we uh, yes we lost Robbie Ray, but Kevin Gossman is also a great pitcher. He's going to be a race, and maybe Ryu Ryu also comes back to his great form that he had in 2020, or even better. Maybe we'll get that uh, 2019 Ginji Ryu that we all uh, wanted. Yeah, it's so crazy. I really have high hopes for for this day season. Like, what could go wrong? We're gonna shoot our shot. Yeah, but what's your what's your take on Charlie? How, how do you feel he's performed? Well, as a fan, <laughs> as a fan, we always have different opinions, and sometimes I just believe that's what happens. But if management still has faith in him, I think we we all should support him. Like. We have to stick with him no matter what. We, we don't really have a say on that. And we also can't forget that he's the one that brought us here. Like, yes, uh, we, know, we know that we have great players, but he's been the one that, that has developed these last years out of them. And I don't know. I, I really think that he's going to stay at least one more year. If he does well this year, at least enters uh, that postseason and that's respectably uh, he might stick around a few more years and and I'm not mad about it no no I, th I think I think to be fair to him he's done exceptionally well he is very different to Gibby as I was reflecting with uh, Barry Davis last week that uh, you know his style of management is very different to what 
Jay's fans have been used to. But give him credit where credit's due. He's taken us right to the edge in terms of postseason life. And I think as long as the Jays, when, when they get back to it, as long as they start strong, I think, you know, people will stick with him. My, my concern would be is if the, the wheels on the bus start falling off, you know, early doors, then, then that's when things might look a little bit different. But uh, you mean like injuries or, no, or well, no, like more, more in terms of results, you know, you know what sports fans, oh, yeah. are, like, sports fans are like in any sport you have a, you have an appreciation of your team and where you think your team is performing. And as soon as that team underperforms, the first person that everybody looks at is the coach, the manager, uh, and, and the pressure then starts to build. We see it here in football all the time. You know, at the beginning of every football season, there's a sweepstake of which football manager is going to be the first one to get sacked and you know it's just the culture of yeah sport. definitely i mean it's not not healthy but it's it's just the reality of what happens and i think with the jays if they if they when they come back and and for whatever reason don't perform as well as they had hope and you know some of the starting pitches aren't as good as or aren't, aren't performing at the level that we should expect them to and and the and the runs are drying up and you know you can imagine all sorts of things and then you get one or two key injuries to players as we found last year you know with Springer out for such a long period of time i think if we had a season where Springer was healthy we may, again may have been looking at a, a different position at the end of the um, end of the season so there's so yeah, many yeah i agree with you yeah so many I agree variables. with you like Springer uh, i think he just played like 60 games or something like that uh, i don't have the exact number and he still he still hit like 20 20 home runs he had great numbers his average uh, wasn't too high but he still did great like for a player who was recovering from a knee injury then it was his his squats i think he really did great and about that coach thing uh, yeah in in football and baseball things are like really different for starters there are a lot of <laughs> there are a lot of coaches in football and in baseball you know that they have like their inner structure like they have the hitting coach and the pitchers coach and a lot more coaches but uh going to be like that a head coach it's it's really hard and well as you know there are only 30 yeah absolutely <laughs> right now so yeah yeah so all yeah I, like getting someone in. getting someone uh someone new would expect it will effectively be uh, either stealing someone from another's team or someone that it's his contract expires or something like that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting at least for at least for the new years, uh, seeing what happens with that position. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It was really good. To, I don't know whether you called it this week, um, but uh, George Spring was hitting uh, some some balls down in Houston. They they put some tra these training videos up, so it was really nice to see him in action but of course i'm sure he's incredibly frustrated like all the players that actually think things aren't happening they don't want to be sitting in some minor league park hitting a few balls they want to be at it and getting ready for for the start of the season but yes uh also so uh vladi training he seems like he's fit and he seems ready for this next season also uh, alec manoa uh, he's been throw he's been throwing in, in florida i think and I, I don't know if you saw that, but uh, someone replied saying that he could take Manoa deep in that stadium. And, and Manoa, offer, Manoa offered to pay for that guy's uh, airplane ticket to, to bat against him. I don't know if he, ends up, he ended up doing it, but I don't know. It just seemed like uh, something pretty organic that went, uh, went up there. We don't get to see that very often. Yeah. With no, players. no, exactly. Uh, you know, they are often behind closed doors, and and we we don't get to see see a lot. But uh, I think you know the one of the benefits of social media, of course, is that you know the guys are posting a few bits and pieces. Uh, I was listening to Bo Bajet in an interview the other day because uh, his dad was one of the uh, coaches at the Jays, but of course 
has now packed in his job so he can continue to coach Bo because of the the lockdown scenario. And it's just it's it's good to know that the players are doing everything they can to keep in shape, be ready for the start of the season whenever that is. Uh, and that's that's all you can ask of them. So we shall we shall see. Ricardo, we're coming yeah. we're coming towards the end of our time, and and just like with everybody else, we're going to do my my final ten ten questions for you. Let's just see where you where you sit with these. But really, really good to talk to you. I mean, your English is impeccable. I haven't even mentioned that yet. To, to, uh, far better than my Venezuelan or Spanish or anything like that. And so, thank you so much for uh, for chatting. Well, I try to keep it polished, but. I don't have like a lot of French to talk English here. Uh, I end up talking in in Spanish or in Portuguese because we're near the border. The border, so so yeah. But I, but I try to keep it Polish. Uh, I watch a lot of content in English to yeah to keep it sharp. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. Honestly, it's it's so good. So thank you so much for yeah. Thank you for that. You're listening to Red, White, and Blue Jays, the podcast of Blue Jays Fans UK. Okay, right. Top 10 then. Your favorite player from 2021? Vladdy. It has to be Vladdy. Yeah. Like all, all, all he's improved uh, these last seasons, it's just something that can't be compared, compared with any other player. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I'd agree with that. Your favorite player, Blue Jays player of all time. Obviously, you've got a slightly smaller sample size than perhaps some of us uh, due to your age. But who, who's your favorite player of all time? Uh, well, at least that I've seen, uh, it has to be Bautista. And I'd probably I'd probably say Vladi because he's the one that I've seen the most. Given that that I just started uh, following more of the Jays these last seasons. Uh, but Bautista, I've also seen him. Uh, I know that he's been trying to get back to the MLB uh, as a two-way player. I don't know if that uh, if that'll end up happening. I don't think so, but who knows? And he's done some amazing, some amazing things for that for our organization, uh, hitting older included. Yeah, <laughs> he he's definitely my my favorite player. Very good. Excellent. Your favorite non-Blue Jays player? Matt Chapman. And that's also that's also why I want him to, to come to the Jays. Uh, yeah, I love his fielding. Uh, I think he he'd be an amazing uh, an amazing baseball player to add to to the organization. And who knows, maybe that'll end up happening as well. Yeah, very good. Okay, your favorite ballpark away from Rogers Center. Um, I really like Camden Yards. Like, uh, I've seen some documentaries about it, and I know that it was the first uh, baseball park built specifically for baseball because uh, before that, all all ballparks were like a two-way ballpark for American football and for baseball. And I don't know. I, I I really love the architecture, the the bricks, and the the building that's uh, mm. behind the the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. it was. Um, yeah, because it's relatively new in you know general terms. Yeah, I think it was built in the seventies. Yeah, uh, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, uh, but what they've done is that they've they've gone retro with it in terms of giving it an old feel ballpark, but it's actually quite a modern one. And those those uh, warehouses that you can see down the first baseline, they're actually all the offices for the ball uh, for the um, for the MLB team. So you know, so it's not just a, a factory next door; it's actually all part of the ballpark complex. And uh, yeah, it is a very uh, very beautiful ground and one I haven't visited, but I'd love to uh, love to go and see. Okay, yeah. your fa- your favorite baseball food. My favorite baseball food. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the classic one, like hot dogs. <laughs> like every day, <laughs> uh, I really like eating hot dogs, even if it's not in in a ballpark. Sure. So, so yeah. <laughs> nice and easy. Like the classic one. Yeah. Sorry. Nice and easy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty easy. And it saves my day. Very good. And what would your favorite drink be with your hot dog? 
Well, if you asked me uh, two years ago, uh, I'd probably say cola, uh, any kind of cola like Pepsi or Coke, I don't know. Um, now that I'm over 18, I'd say <laughs> a Budweiser or any kind of beer. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, in America, I couldn't do that, obviously. In of Canada, I, I could, and I would. And, and I will. <laughs> and you will, I absolutely. Could, I could, I will, and I will. <laughs> Something to look forward to at your next visit uh, to, yeah, to see the Day game or night game? Hmm. I think I'm going to go with night game. Like, I, I'm a night person, so it, it couldn't be better for me. Like, I, I, really, I really enjoy uh, watching baseball at... 4 a.m., 3 a.m. It's something that, it, even if I complain about it, it's something that I look forward to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very good. Favorite Jay's jersey color? That's a tricky one. Uh, and I'm also going to give you a tricky answer because the one, the one that I like the most, uh, at least this season, was the, that Canada Day jersey, the red one. <gasps> Oh my goodness! Really? Wow! Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we're talking like traditional jerseys, uh, I'm gonna go with with the the blue one, well, the normal one, the the, the home blue. one, not the white one. Yep. Uh, but the blue one. Yeah, the dark blue. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you, know, yeah, you you may not be aware, but um, the Canada Day red jersey, uh, they've never played that well in, and. Uh, a couple of, I try to think, yeah, it was a couple of seasons, you know, maybe a bit more than that. Uh, they had, they decided that every, I can't remember what it is, every time they had a home game on a Sunday or something, that they would wear the red. And they literally virtually lost all the games. And the players were like, we're just not watching, wearing that anymore. So it was really popular for a couple of seasons. And then, uh, unfortunately, his tail <laughs> right off. But uh, there you go. Well, this this year they won with that with that uh, uniform. So uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe 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 the jeans is over. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, your favorite jersey number to go on your your red Canada Day jersey? What would you have? Oh, it have to be this one, the twenty seven uh, here. Uh, there you go. <laughs> and with bloody finger pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty seven. With bloody all the long. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Very good. And finally, roof open or roof closed? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, an interesting answer, or at least I think that it's an interesting answer. Uh, if it's a day game, I think I'd rather have it uh, closed uh, with our, our artificial uh, lights. And if it's a night game, yeah open like watching the cn tower with all the illumination and everything yeah because uh day game maybe like the the sun being up top or anything could, could affect the way that you see the game and it could be a, a bit tricky so i think i'd prefer the artificial light yeah yeah i think i think there i mean i suppose it is with most sports ballparks that uh, you know the shadow line particularly where it crosses yeah. between, you know, pitcher and, and batter. Then. Yeah, it can be difficult to, to watch, but there's nothing like watching baseball in the outdoors. I mean, nice sunny day. You're coming from South America. I thought you'd be loving the sunshine. But, uh... Well, yeah, I also agree with that. And maybe on a on Salem's field uh, that we played uh, this year, I loved, I loved watching the games uh, with... When they were a day a day, a day game, uh, I love watching those games. But also the the shadow line, uh, <laughs> that that was awful for some games. I remember that it was uh, something that hurt hurt us a bit in some some place, and also helped us helped us a bit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie on that, but yeah, like. I think I'd prefer watching it with our artificial lightning. Yeah, that's fair enough. And of course, the benefit, you know, particularly at the beginning of the season when it's a bit colder up in Canada, the the, the yeah. facility, facility to shut the roof and know that you've got a guaranteed game is always a joy. Uh, 
Yeah, definitely. Very good. Ricardo, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, it's been lovely talking with you. I uh, hope, hope you've enjoyed it. I'm glad that we've... Definitely, yeah. I'm glad we've at least, if nothing else, helped you a little bit with your English language and that you've had a conversation. Uh, but, we, you know, anytime, if you want to give us a shout, you're more than welcome to um, come and talk to us. And and if you come over to the UK, I don't know whether you've got any plans uh, uh, during your time while you're in Spain. If you're over in the UK, please come and say hello. We'd love to love to see you. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Uh, what city are you in right now? I'm in Bournemouth. Uh, which is on the south coast. Yeah, so yeah. Bournemouth, yeah. Yeah, so okay. about halfway along the bottom in the middle. So that, that, that's okay. where I am. But uh, yeah, if you're, if you're over this way, let me know. And uh, Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll try I'll try to, to look at it if, if I ever go to the UK, at yeah. least in the near future. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Guys, yeah. thank you so much for listening today. Hopefully you've uh, got a lot of stuff from Ricardo. It's been such fun talking to him. Uh, again, please get in touch with me if you'd like to come on and just tell us a little bit of your Blue Jay story. Always welcome to chat to any of you. Uh, that's the whole essence of this pod is just to hear people's stories, to catch up and to reminisce and to enjoy our memories of, of watching the Jays and to, to dream about what's going to happen uh, coming forward. So let's hope uh, the CBA things start to, to kick into action and that we do get some baseball very, very soon. Please get in touch with me. All the details as usual from Tim Langton at the end of the pod. But for now, we'll say goodbye and we'll see you soon. The Red, White and Blue Jays podcast is a production of Blue Jays Fans UK. If you've got a Blue Jays story to share, let us know. Email us at bluejaysfansuk at gmail.com. And follow along on Twitter and Instagram at bluejaysfansuk. I'm your announcer, Jim Langton. Thanks for listening.